Hey, welcome to LDS Transitions. So the other day I gave a podcast on Korahor. And the fact that I was like Korahor. Well, I have to do Tixies Backsies on that. Uh, I'm not as Korahor. You see, I didn't read the full story. Um, as much as the prior podcast talks about being me me being Korhor very much was in a in that aspect of what I had written or what I had talked about. But as you read further, when he struck down by Alma and the chief judge asked him to write I presumably on a pen and pencil and paper <laughs> what his thoughts were since he was dumb and couldn't speak. Um what his uh what his thoughts were and he confessed and said that you know that satan had appeared to him the devil and as an angel and told him um the lies and you know that there wasn't a god or something to the that effect yada 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 and that's where it doesn't apply to me or any ex-Mormon that I know. Um, I don't know an ex-Mormon that wouldn't entertain having a narrative of a god. Um, that wouldn't mind having a knowledge of something that's whole and pure and beautiful where it's some supreme being that is allowing um, beings to be created and to thrive and you know I you know the the thing is is that we've been giving given these myths these narratives that don't apply that can't be substantiated that's purely based off of quote-unquote faith, and then they tell us how to find the truthfulness of it is through our own feelings. Um, Well, of course, the Spirit's going to tell you the truth of it, right? Um, What I find interesting is that Korahor's experience doesn't conform to anything that I know for finding truth um the only people that this might apply to is someone that is a fundamentalist wanting to start their own religion where they still preach about satan and you know if it doesn't align with their narrative then it must be from satan and and everyone's been deceived and there's been apostasy etc etc um, but the reality is, is that when you dive into issues and try to look at them objectively from a, from a reflective point of view with a soft, critical nature, um, <clears throat> things fall apart. Things don't add up especially when you are comparing them against the teachings of Jesus Christ.
Now, <clears throat> that seems harsh. It's like, oh, you're just a non-believer. You don't have the spirit. That's fine. You know, believe what you want about my position, but I've taken every aspect of what I was told how to find truth. All my spiritual experiences that have been dear to me, and I've had a look at how does that apply in me finding truth. Once I found issues with the history, historicity, I didn't say, ah, it's all garbage. Um, many people can go from A to Z very quickly in determining their truths and say, yeah, this is BS. Um, with my experiences or my path, mine was different. Where it's like, okay, well, you know, history's pretty messed up. It's hard to know what's for sure and what's, you know, what's not. And many good historians um, on different sides of the Book of Mormon will come down and agree that, hey, how did he actually do it? They don't really have an answer for how it processed, how he completed it, um, how Joseph Smith completed the Book of Mormon or how it was written in such a short time frame based off of the information we have. Um, now, many people have their theories, but there's nothing conclusive. We don't have any papers giving enough information one way or the other to help substantiate this is how the Book of Mormon was written. Um, and I'm talking about both sides, you know, weighing in the different factors and, and issues. Um, so one such example is a stone in the hat. Well, who's been able to replicate it? If they're prophets, seers, and revelators, and they're using seer stones, why are the seer stones hidden? Why is it only until within the last 10 years that they came forth, um, public pictures, and why is it that no prophet knows how to use them outside of Joseph Smith, right? Um, but yeah, we sustain them as prophets, seers, and revelators. Um, so I was trying to find out, okay, where are the seers, where are the revelators, you know, what revelations have they given us that have helped stand true, and where are they helping align the doctrine and the Word of God in conformity and unity, because God is a is an unchanging God, right? His truths don't change. Now, what doctrines practiced at a given time, you know, I'm given a lot of leeway there. But as far as having the fullness of times, the Book of Mormon containing the fullness of the gospel, based off of Joseph Smith, etc., etc., but then we have the Doctrine and Covenants, right? And we have the Pearl of Great Price. And with the uh, Book of Mormon, 
or Book of Abraham issues. It just goes on and on and on, right? So, uh, my point is, is that I don't know an ex-Mormon that aligns, that says, hey, that has ever been said to have seen an angel, either of the devil or from God. Not a one. And I have not heard of a recent prophet within the last hundred years that have talked about seeing God. Um, so it comes down to faith. It comes down to feelings of an individual. It comes down to not knowing where to find that truth. So my thoughts I'm not Korahor <laughs> yay <laughs> alright take care y'all